0: Da, 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 da! You sound insane. You that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole got
1: Showtime. So we gather today to discuss the 20-year anniversary of Paul Verhoeven's Starship. Well, it's, it's about time. <laughs> I'm Will Caster
0: we... Van Pump for this. Been waiting hey for yo. this
1: for a long time, guys. A long, long time. It's been a long time. Shouldn't I shouldn't have, should have left y'all. Shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two. Step two. the steps. The step two. two. Step, step two.
0: <laughs> that's Sh- such shout an underrated. Out Timbaland, <laughs> that's such an underrated mam joke. We've made that. We've done the Aaliyah. It was it Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Aaliyah and Timbaland. Yeah. R.I.P. We
0: have. <laughs> we we've done
1: that probably like six times to start the show, and it's never not funny to me. <laughs> so. It's been 20 years since Casper Van Dien <laughs> wasn't a graced movie. the screen
2: with his presence and uh, Neil how, Patrick Harris. Real quick, how much you guys think, I, I looked this up the other day, how much is Casper Van Dien worth? What's his net worth? <laughs> oh man. He's, well, he's, done, he's like, been like in 113 movies. No. He's got 113 credits.
0: 113
2: <laughs> Seen credits. Seen by
0: 117 <laughs> people. Yeah, How much is he worth? Net worth. Oh, man. Is it Jim Nance level? <laughs> it's. I'm going to go, Brian, with $7 million. Okay, Richard? Yeah, I'd be like five to seven. I mean, these are what the internet says and what yeah. he's probably actually worth, whatever. Sure. But I'll say five to seven. You guys are spot on. He's worth $7 million. How did, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have. A, I had that memorized. <laughs> I hope he's invested well.
1: I would have yeah. thought he'd be worth Jim Nance a... is
0: right now. <laughs> gosh.
1: How much is Jim Nance worth? Not enough.
0: We don't Not know if it's enough. true, but Brian and I found this article Gosh, like a year ago. Is, we could do a whole like, podcast
2: on this right now.
0: We should actually on like what
2: broadcasters make, what their alleged salary was. Mm-hmm. What would you think Jim Nance makes <laughs> in a year? Yeah. yeah, like what's his salary a year? Think he's he's the voice of the NFL. He's the voice of golf, and he's Jim and Nance. The voice like of like he's the Final Four everything. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. what is um, what I'm does gonna he make a year? One million.
0: Yeah, that's like what it was. It's cool. it was like mind, three million, I think, something. And like, that. Yeah. like Joe Buck makes like eleven million, right? According to this article. Now yeah. it could be Costas total... was
2: pulling like twenty almost. Yeah. It's just
0: and keep in mind, Jim Nance had a divorce where he has to pay his yeah. he's, his alimony is like five hundred k a year. We
2: make more money than Jim Nance. So though, we start, after so Brian we and
0: I have this bit yeah. about how bad Jim Nance's agent is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. that and, and the way he spends his per diem he just, and like, he actually yeah he like holds on his per diem and he actually lives on Arrested Development. He lives in Butler, County. <laughs> yeah. for like six months before the masters
2: because it's free he's like jim you get you get catering every time you don't need that money he's <laughs> just like put you it in a bag yeah. In- yeah interns that go into the ca- oh whoa sorry I, yeah i think i saw jim Nance's. yeah he lives there six months a year jim That's Nance's funny. agent has weaseled yeah. like 30 percent commission yeah. off that right.
1: million dollars yeah. too
0: yeah
1: uh i forgot denise richards was in this mm. remember her Nope. Nope. <laughs> Remember her as uh, Christmas Jones. God, Doctor. Dr. Christmas. Give her the respect. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, she, she didn't go to eight years of Christmas medical school.
0: It's not, uh, my mom, <laughs> randomly, physicist, my mom Jones. randomly hated Denise Richards. And I always thought this was a funny bit where, she got married to Charlie Sheen, Chuck Sheen, as I call him. Mm-hmm. Um, She then got divorced shortly thereafter and was on all the shows saying, you know, he cheated on me and he did a lot of drugs. My mom was like, yeah, Yeah, he's Charlie Sheen. No no one should feel bad for you at all. (laughs) That's kind of his move. (laughs) (laughs) Like my mom totally took Charlie Sheen's side and I always thought it was so funny. 100%. like. I mean, my mom was like, I'm a 55-year-old woman in Dallas, right. and I know that. Right. You should probably know yeah. that. Yeah. Just but my or, mom did love Wild Things. Call so. around.
2: Maybe, maybe do a <laughs> yeah. Google
0: search. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Will Charlie Sheen cheat on me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can ask Jeeves. It'll come back in all caps.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Starship Gosh. Troopers. I remember vividly when this movie came out, and uh, people were talking. People were talking. Like, could, <laughs> could, could this be circulating around the old Fort Worth Christian halls? It was. We were. Uh, no, I was in, like, elementary. There's yeah. some yeah. this. I, and I remember, like, my friends <laughs> being able to see it. Like, I couldn't see this movie until I was in, like, yeah. Like my parents wouldn't take me to go see this, you know. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was, like, uh, maybe the most, uh, not raunchy, but the most adult, like, sci-fi movie that had come out in a while. B-Team
0: Carry Russell, by R- the
1: way. Rue McClanahan, right there. Oh, nice. That's serious. Yeah. yeah. Nice. and uh roll. I just remember really wanting to see this, and when I did, I was somewhat let down, but this movie, I think the, the source material for it <laughs> Good eye. is extremely is extremely well known and yeah. well respected yeah Brian, can you kind of give us a backstory mm-hmm. on the uh source material? Hey, yes yeah, you're one. not a
2: nerd, just go ahead and fast forward, <laughs> yeah, like, just so. uh, I'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> Come on back in two minutes, guys yeah, this is one of my favorite books uh Robert Heinlein's. Yeah. the kind of maybe the master of of uh, science fiction because he wrote science fiction at a time when science fiction was uh considered lesser than other mm-hmm. forms of literature he wrote from a a literary standpoint and so he's writing about this stuff that um most people discredited but he he had he was such a good writer that that you kind of had to give him props it's like him and Philip K Dick and then Isaac Asimov mm-hmm. and some of those guys but he's kind of that the era. precursor Golden to era. all of that um Starship Troopers is a great book um I'm reading it rereading it right now Actually I should read that and it's uh it's really it has it's so much different from this <laughs> this is not Casper Van Dien's uh, also in the book though right <laughs> Yeah well it's one of his 113 roles but um, does the he does the audiobook it's not good but uh no like it's it's that's subjective the this is like I'm trying to think of a good analogy. World War Z was a bit like this, except that World War Z turned out to be a, a pretty good movie. But like it, it's a miracle. Almost nothing like the book, right. other than title. Starship Troopers is like that too. There's the characters are the same name, um, and that is about and and they're fighting bugs on Klandathu, and that is about the only real similarity to it. like the the vague structure of like. You have to serve in the army in order to win the right to vote, and it's a—it's basically a fascist government, but it's an—it's an enlightened fascist government, mm-hmm. and it's a world government. Like that stuff translates from the book, but the rest of it—and um, does it have kind of the twist of we're really kind of the bad guys? Sort of. That's Ender's Game is a little little bit more like that um, than 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 the book is for. The, it has the book has so much to say about uh society and religion and yeah. uh, and it's it's a really deep book and again that's why Heinlein was respected the way he was is because he brought right a, a different it wasn't just pulpy sci-fi junk and so so anyway that that's why um we'll get into it here but I, I, I pretty much hate this movie and it's it's mostly because it is such a it is such a slap in the face to the book as a movie it's bad, but it is kind of. It, it should be, um, can't be fun. Bad at least. But I, I, I saw this movie at the Cinemark 8, the Dollar Theater. Uh, yeah, you did. R.I.P. Uh, when it when it finally got there. Had and you I was, read it yet? Yes. Okay. I was so I was probably I was probably 15 by the time it got to Dollar Theater and I and I saw it and I was. Just aghast at how they. I would have loved to see outraged. So angry. Yeah. Outraged
0: 15 year old Brian. Oh, yeah. Very zealous and. Just uh, on the phone with your, you know, on the pay phone with your mom. Like, I'm ready. This is ridiculous. Come get me.
2: Mom, this was terrible. Probably a lot of similarities between 15 year old Brian and current day Stephen Bloom. (laughs) I don't. uh... Oh, by, by the way, they're playing
1: the uh, fo- the futuristic football game. There's an airwalk ad in the background. Yeah. I never noticed that. Gosh, man. You, well, airwalk we, was the awesome. Man. Yeah. It still is, so yeah. I still rock Airwalk.
2: Shout out to Stussy though, you know.
1: <laughs> Stussy. Stussy, my bad. Gosh, show some respect, right? Gosh. And
0: it's like vans. I was a
2: mossimo awesome guy, okay?
0: Like Vans were cool, but like not as cool as airwalks no, like you had to have Airwalks. with the alien right? head yeah they they didn't go vans harley went with your
2: jinkos gosh this is the most 902 10 movie of all time these guys are 45 years old. <laughs> than high schoolers i know Especially
1: airwalks are still around i know just i airwalk.com i think they're
2: target
0: branded if, now if like, you ever it's like, like mossimo yeah is. if uh, you it's ever payless
2: wanna, they're on oh no payless is dying too that's sad get them really. at payless well maybe I can, we can buy
0: the rights to airwalks for our <laughs> um, for our teespring store we need to we need the only, <laughs> <laughs> only airwalks you can get have the cup Gosh, on them i had some pogs that had airwalk logos oh on them. that's the most ninety cents. <laughs> it's ever It really to. is the other day i was bored in the airport and i was inspired um to just look up pictures of people <laughs> in jinkos <laughs> and those are coming back too yeah or maybe jabode's coming back one of those is coming back I and i laughed Just laughed out loud at some of these outlandish jinkos. That these were cool. I was. Thank God, my mom would never let me buy jinkos. Same
2: here. And I thank
0: her so much for that. But uh, it's like that Kanye line about his mom, where he's like, uh, "She let me get the Michael Jackson." jacket and the glove but didn't give me a curl he's like really thankful for that and i'm thankful for the roar my mom didn't yeah. let me have air walks yeah. Yeah. and stuff but uh
1: did not let me wear Jinkos. and i'm it's funny that yes i've heard that if you have Jinkos,
2: they're worth like so much really because Gosh, they were freaking expensive at the time they were expensive too. at the time well, just in pure pure fabric i mean just, <laughs> right, yeah you, can, I mean, you could cover can. an entire house in
0: denim <laughs> denim curtains they can yeah. make like 13 pairs of regular jeans out of those so if you think about it I yeah. mean that's worth two or three hundred bucks yeah,
1: exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie is quintessentially 90s though with oh the, both the cast and the no. tone and everything Paul Verhoeven's like there he is. the look at him put on that tub God, he's God. the he's the absolute quintessential 90s sci-fi director Ugh. like he he brings <laughs> <The worst>. some
2: you <laughs> able above Paul Verhoeven oh. for me I hate oh, Paul man. Verhoeven oh
0: What's Paul here verhoeven made lately?
2: L. He did that. Uh, Isabelle. Hubert? That, people like that, though, right? I'm sure, but <laughs> I'm some make, people
0: did. All right, now we know if Brian loses a bet what his solo app's going to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, Hollow Man in 2000 was mm-hmm. like his last yeah. studio. Movie. His last hurrah. Yeah. Which I never understood that movie. So Starship Troopers came after um, a lot of movies. That he's, I guess... Uh, Basic Instinct. It came after... RoboCop. Ro- it came after Robocop. RoboCop, Total Recall, Basic Instinct, Showgirls, and Starship Troopers. What a run. What a
2: run. Man. Uh, so I will yeah, give Rob- th- RoboCop and Total Recall are fine. They were, they're were they hindered by their the technology of the time, but they're fine. We talked about the original RoboCop, didn't we, at one point? We did that the remake, which should have been better. Should have been a lot yeah,
0: better. Yeah, I was super psyched for that cuz they're too. like RoboCop such a cool concept and then it's like we're going to do it right this time.
1: Nope. Nope. Who did Total that? Recall too they remade. Yeah, with Colin, that was not Colin Farrell. Uh Man, that so was really bad. something that offended me okay. even at the time in the 90s was like how is this set in Buenos Aires but everybody's like white America.
2: <laughs> That's partly based, so that based how on in the, the future book. the whites just take over it's, everything. Well, well we kind of
0: tried to with the whole Nazis moving there. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's well, that's the justification Beerhoven had was like yes. he's a descendant yeah. of Hitler, basically. Right. Right. Part, right. part of white. the deal is is like I think the concept and it's not done well in this movie because this movie's not done well, but the the idea is that there aren't necess- so, there aren't countries as much anymore as there is a world. It's a government. It's a world government. It's all these you know we've spread across the right. In in what it looks like is <laughs> white people have spread across the world. Yeah. But the idea is we don't have these individual countries and their cultures and whatnot anymore. We all have one culture, one people. You know, which yeah. is a is a fine idea. It's just not executed so well. Um, in this illustrious film.
1: <laughs> uh, interesting fact, Mark Wahlberg turned down the role of Rico man in the movie. Probably to do Boogie Nights, right? Or was that this after? What a mistake. This was 97. So Boogie Nights was... was bo- 97? 97. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So hopefully he made that call, which would make him even cooler in my book.
1: <laughs> a little bit later, we're going to go over some movies that came out in 97. It's a pretty mm. glorious year in cinema, but I'm excited to talk about that. But... Uh, you know what? I think this movie as a whole is is kind of stilted. Um I think it flows pretty well. I think it's directed maybe better than most of Paul Vierhoven's stuff just as far as the pacing. But um something that really kind of <laughs> kind of uh blows me away is got the effects I think are pretty good for the actual oh.
2: bugs. The bugs look good. I yeah. think they look really yeah. good. Everything every time there's a like a, a moving part or a, a starship leaving, it looks horrible. But the, the stuff bugs in look space really is good. bad. The yeah. stuff on the planets, I think,
1: works yeah. really well. Yeah,
2: this movie cost 105 million dollars to make. Oh, is that much? Wow. So I think they spent mm, about 104.5 million dollars on the bugs, and then eight dollars on Casper Van Dien.
0: <laughs> well, and an Arby's gift card. <laughs> but they had that one. But
2: around. it was for unlimited roast beefs for a month. So for a month, not beef and cheddar though. Don't think you're you're paying extra for the cheddar. Jim Nance would kill for that. Deal. Something that's
1: really creepy too in this movie is Jake Busey gives me the freaking creeps. Yeah,
0: Jake Busey was a mistake. I mean, except for Shasta McNasty, which is the greatest show I ever made. Um, I uh, Jake Busey's it's like uh, not as off, you know, not as off as his dad. But what's that saying? Oh, look at that! Look, he's doing the best
2: he can. Okay, coming from that dad to be a even sort of functioning member of society, you're doing something. Gosh, this this pilot guy, the Xander character is the douchiest (laughs) guy ever. How hard do you want to punch him in the face?
0: Just (laughs) the hair, though. Yeah.
2: Uh, I I really actually like it when he gets his brain sucked out and dies. Like he he deserved it. That's I right. think that's
1: on purpose though. I think Vierhoven was like, we need He's to find a douchey guy <laughs> yeah. who the audience is just super
2: psyched yeah. that dies at the end. Also, he needs to be 35 and playing an 18 year old. Yeah, the, the Denise Richards looks like older
0: than she did. I mean, everyone she has such dead eyes, creeps me up. <laughs> they have this B eyes. team, Carrie Russell as the other girl. Yeah, um, and Ian then Meyer. yeah, and then they have. Yeah, I mean everyone's you're right, this is super Beverly Hills 90210 with the Everyone's Yeah, there's there's Carrie Russell wistfully looking at him. Bat, not really Carrie Russell, who of course is Queen of us all, but a B team Carrie
2: Russell. Yeah. Is that part of the isn't Dizzy a guy in the book? Yeah. There aren't the only women in the book uh Carmen, Denise Richards character. <laughs> character. Uh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that <was> um, vicious. <laughs> the the pilots in the book are all female, and it's um, purposeful. Okay, that they can, their brains can handle that better than than men can. But all of the. All of the soldiers in the mobile infantry are men. So Dizzy is a man. Um, Got it. Any of the others that that pop up are are, are men as well. Something that so the, the shower scene is different.
1: They, the I was gonna, I was gonna speak about that. That's something that <laughs> Verhoeven wanted to say is that sexism doesn't exist in the future. Yeah, everybody's just. There, there's no such thing as gender roles or anything like that. Everybody's on an equal playing field. I think he was right. A, I
0: mean, I think that's now, how it turned out. Twenty actually. years in the
1: future, yep, sexism's over. <laughs> it's, it's actually amazing. We're not experiencing that at all with right. Wonder Woman coming out this weekend <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. But uh, so he has to go to mobile infantry, uh, the Rico character, and uh to start from the bottom. But all his friends, like Denise Richards, is like a pilot.
2: Yeah, because she's smart. 'Cause she, she passed that she's a doctor. Yeah, yeah she's a learned Dr. Christmas Doctor Christmas Jones. Yeah. Just like Blake uh <laughs> Blake
0: Lively. Like yeah. Blake Lively was both right. not only a pilot, yeah. but a VP of a major right. defense organization. In
2: the book, Rico is like mobile infantry is not is his like last resort. He goes through every other testing basically and then mm. they're like, Well, you suck at everything, you're in the mobile infantry. Something that I do like about this movie and uh, hit me the last time
1: I was watching it is that I like how they use like real guns in a space mm-hmm. sci fi scenario, yeah. like, like the bullets, lasers. it's not yeah. lasers or anything like that. I, I like that, and I it reminds me of Halo, the video game, yes, you know, yeah, like, that's what made Halo cool with is having the ammunition and all that, sure. Um, so I think that's cool. There's like one scene this in this movie that sticks out, and that's like where they're on the base and the bugs are swarming the base, and they're going mm-hmm. crazy trying to defend the base with all the yeah the creepy... Those bugs, I don't know how they design yeah. those. Is that how they're designed in the book or No, anything like they're that, a lot or?
2: smaller in the book, and it's, I think that's better. Like this, They look cool on screen, but the scale is, is way out of proportion, and, and it makes it... Not that this is a believable movie by any stretch of the imagination, but mm. that it does take you... For me, it takes it out of reality because it takes so many bullets to put down one bug that when you have a storm of bugs coming through or a swarm of bugs coming through like that you, you know you don't stand a chance and so it the there's kind of like jumps in scale of like sometimes it takes 4000 shots to take down right. one bug but sometimes one we can it. hold off a bunch yeah. with with two bullets you know
1: yeah it i think it succeeds in that uh, bugs are just extremely creepy
2: yeah and yeah. like
1: a crazy enemy that we would have to fight would be a planet of only bugs like giant bugs mm-hmm. i think that's like that really irks a lot of people as far as something that an enemy that we would legitimately have is like sure. we can't let these bugs push us around you know because they're the scum of the earth right literally yeah. on the earth but on their planet and their galaxy they're the superior species right mm-hmm. and uh, i think the bugs see us as the, as the superior species to everybody in this, hence, while they're sucking the brains out of humans in order to gain our intelligence, because that's something the bugs don't have, they have the ability, you know, to walk around the ground and all that, but they don't have the intelligence of human beings. So I guess they're trying to create the ultimate species. Mm-hmm. But I never understood because it's it's only the bug, the brain bug, that sucks out the brains, right? It's, right. Not, it's not every bug. Like when they kill somebody, they suck out your brains. It's like this one bug that does it. So, to me, the only, and maybe the book differs from this, Brian, is that the brain bug was just trying to find out how to defeat us. Yeah. He was taking our knowledge in order to figure out how to defeat the Earthlings. So, why is that, or was that kind of the the mission of the bugs in the book?
2: Yeah, kind of, I mean... There's towards the end of the book, they um, the the book is mostly about his training and whatnot and and coming up. The the actual battle scenes are, are actually pretty limited, but um, but yeah, the, the the climax of the book is them trying to find a brain bug so that they can study the 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 brain, they can get into its brain and kind of figure out what these. Hi! Oh, that's the worst effect of all time. Uh, the hive mind bugs think and stuff, and and vice versa. They're trying to figure out humans and how to defeat us and stuff. I do love these propaganda bits. I think that's the best part of the movie is these these little. Would you like l- to know more? The little the vignettes. And yeah, stuff. I think they're really. It's good for for exposition. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Halo,
1: like the same suits and everything, it feels like are, are from Halo. The Master sure. Chief, except for the helmet, is different. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I heard they reused the. <clears throat> costumes for
2: Firefly. So yeah, it was an Firefly, episode of Firefly, there was Fly. something else, too. I can't that remember. Has the same, something else that had the same use the stuff from this. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so are
1: there any of the iconic like scenes in the book that uh, have in this, like where Johnny Rico accidentally kills somebody, and they remove him from Squad Leader, and he gets whipped and all that. Is that in the book?
2: Yeah, corporal punishment is a big part of, of the book, and a part of the society that these people live in. Um, that's the michael ironside character in the book like as his professor and stuff that's part of what he teaches is uh philosophy and history and all that stuff and that is a big part of what they do in the book um another character gets the lash earlier on and it's a it's a really impactful scene that i'm i'm not surprised that it's it didn't make this okay uh let's take a break
1: Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. For Supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Hey, what's up, ma'am? Fam Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh, it's sourced from local farms. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron. Blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Here, and come back and talk more Starship Troopers. Boom. So we return now to discuss more Starship Troopers. Because
2: we just haven't had enough.
1: And there's... A lot more to discuss. We've Mm. only just scratched the surface of what this movie has to offer. Uh, I think probably what it tries to accomplish more is the satire, like you said, Brian, earlier, of capitalizing on uh, the fascist future that we are all destined to be in. But uh, Uh I think some of it becomes so so cheesy, some of the effects
2: and some of the, the scripting ruins any kind of like serious satire that it could have. That's exactly right. That that's my biggest that's my issue with this movie is as somebody who really I, I you know, I love the source material. But I'm not like I'm not the guy who's like books you have to do the book exactly you know the movie has to be exactly like the book or whatever. I don't you know, I'm not really concerned about that. But this feels like it reminds me a little bit. We talked about Baywatch a couple of weeks ago of how what a missed opportunity that <laughs> right. felt like, and it's similar to this. Is like I think this is prime material for some really interesting science fiction that you could do. Not to mention that the battle scenes could and should be really fun and and exciting and enjoyable and stuff. But it's such a miss on pretty much every la- <laughs> all the all the camp. You know, I'm a, I'm super adverse to camp, and that's that's part of my issue with it. I'm sure, but all the campiness. It takes away from the satirical nature and this anything that it, that this movie might actually have to say just gets completely overshadowed by the campiness and the god awful acting. And except it's,
0: for Casper Van Dien, obviously. Ex-
2: obviously, yeah. Um, you know, I like I like Clancy Brown, I like Michael Ironside, but mm-hmm. they're fine. They're definitely the best parts of the acting performances, but they're not. They're not doing anything that's you know any particularly special, and they're and they're all overshadowed by a You know the, the the younger cast, which is terrible. So yeah, no, no. I think I think this would make a and maybe we're at the point since we redo and remake every movie and TV show. Maybe we're at the point where it could be done, and you don't have the stigma of what this series because this is a series of movies. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all know that there are three of four of them. Um, no trust man.
1: <laughs> just, I celebrate the whole thing. They were making them up uh, until
2: like two years ago. Too. Oh, we're
0: not doing this. Is Oh, we're just doing the podcast on the first one. Yeah, we're doing okay. Marauder. Ma- <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's... <laughs> It's where most Later. of my thoughts are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I prepared extensive notes. <laughs> um, yeah, right. But I think this could be. I think this is prime for a Netflix series, or maybe even like a Star series, or something like that. I think it could be. It has a lot to say. and Stars
0: would be a good place stuff for stuff
2: that it could could be done with it. Um, but it's it's oh. so cheapened to me by how awful this movie is. The last one came out in 2012. Wow, mm. I think that was the one it's where the Invasion. Returned.
1: That- that Maybe one, that was the third one. That was that was Marauder, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. That, that was one's the, the one. best one. <laughs> I think they got dizzy back too for that one. No, they didn't. Man, what a tease! <laughs> these, these movies aren't really anything without dizzy, but she of
2: she course does dies. buy the bullet. So yeah,
1: um, buy the farm. They are rebooting this though,
2: alert.
1: really? I don't know. Probably. I've heard for a couple of years if the, that they're if you ever rebooting answer us. that
0: question, if you ever ask that question, <laughs> the answer is <laughs> yeah, yeah probably, probably yeah, they are. Yeah,
1: but maybe it's like RoboCop, and it's like a good idea that just at the time wasn't executed
2: like it should have been. I, I and they didn't have the uh, technology to. I think maybe? this is prime for a remake. I, but I would like to see it done in a series form. I think Netflix or whatever would be would be the best place. This is the kind of get movie a director to who can actually. Yes, exactly.
1: There was actually a TV show already, an animated show called Roughnecks: The Starship Troopers Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in 1999. It had 44 episodes. Wow. Did not I know, know that, that. Didn't make,
0: almost made it to syndication. We were all pulling for it, but <laughs> right. didn't quite.
1: Did not know that existed. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> it's very good. Wow, the I art for it is Bison incredible. Like
2: DVDs right now.
1: <laughs> send them to us. If you, Yeah, if you've got the Roughnecks uh, complete series Blu-ray, please send it our way and we yeah. will. Or Laserdisc. We we'll will do gladly that do Preferably
0: that. Preferably Laserdisc for right. me, just because mm-hmm. that's what my, I
1: run my life off. So, maybe this could come back at some point, but, uh, I mean this this movie. The positives that it has to offer is some some fun action battle with the bugs. Uh, the one species of bugs is really creepy, and the, yeah. like I said, the one scene on the fortress where they have to he has to kill his own general, and the one where Dizzy dies. That scene is uh, it's pretty fun, but that's it. I mean, after that, it's cheesy. I think the sucking the brains out is super cheesy, yeah. except what happens to Xander. That's really satisfying. Uh, the fact that. Uh, It's funny in Harold and Kumar when Neil Patrick Harris like makes fun of himself for being in these, you know, when he plays himself and he's like, dude, I was Starship Troopers. (laughs) Come on, you know, Uh, and how he's like the ultimate military intelligence guy is funny, too. in these gosh, but uh, 1997 wasn't a particularly great year for movies. Um, I
0: beg to differ. Great year. We talked about what a great year it was.
1: It is. Movies I haven't held up particularly well. Maybe that's what I should say.
0: There's some great stuff, too, though.
1: There was. Tough Oscar
0: season. This was a brutal Oscar season. Boogie Nights didn't even get nominated. Come on. Either did Paul Thomas Anderson.
1: Let's go through some of them, okay? So, The uh, Full Monty was the number 10 grossing movie of the year. Uh, So, the top 10 that year was The Full Monty, Mm. The Fifth Element, My Best Friend's Wedding, Mm -hmm. Liar, Liar. Gosh! As good as it gets, Air Force One, Tomorrow Never Dies, Men in Black, The Lost World, and Titanic. Man, wow, that was the top ten.
0: It's one of these years too that, though it's kind of odd in that no one really remembers, aside from maybe Men in Black. You're right, Kent, that the the blockbuster films don't uh, don't age well. But like the the Oscar season was really great. You know, it's like it's a year you remember the smaller movies like Goodwill Hunting and stuff like that that have held up really well as opposed to the to the blockbusters. It's kind of an inverted year.
1: Mm-hmm. So starting in January, some of the movies that came out that year was uh, Jackie Chan's First Strike. Remember that one? I love that one. Mm-hmm. Nope. Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. <laughs> My favorite ninja film. Uh the re-release How dare you? The re-release of Star Wars, the original one. Yeah, the twenty-year anniversary re-release, so special mm-hmm. edition, so all the, the grading of effects. bastardization. Yes. Yeah, uh, meet Wally Sparks. Remember, I don't remember that? Remember that at all? Oh, I remember something about that. Who was even in that? Rodney Dangerfield. Oh,
2: okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> Burt Reynolds.
2: I get no respect. Uh, <laughs> that's
1: pretty good. That's the only suck. impression yeah. that's ever existed of <laughs> <laughs> Rodney yeah, Dangerfield. Like, I don't get no respect. Exact, exactly. Yeah. Um, in February, we had Dante's Peak.
2: Mm, I prefer volcano.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
0: I don't know which one I prefer because I don't know which is which. Pierce but.
2: Brosnan is Dante's Peak. Tommy yeah. Lee Jones is volcano. Uh, I, th- I gotta go. I think Linda Hamilton is in both of them. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> She's in Dante's one. Peak. For okay. Sure. <laughs> we, Who's the female lead in Volcano? I can't. I'm gonna have to look. You scroll up. down to later
1: in the year because I did come out in the same year. If I okay, it's Tommy Lee Jones and, and H. Yeah, oh, okay. okay I'm
2: reversing. I'm going Dante's Peak. <laughs> uh. We have welcome to the team, man. Gosh,
1: The Beautician and the Beast with Fran Drescher. No, which I'm is. out. It's in my top ten. So hard out. <laughs> I forgot that existed. Gosh. Oh, that's great.
0: Uh, I love like when they give. Hey, this person's popular on in sitcoms, and they give him a movie. Ellen had Mr. Wrong yeah. with Bill Pullman, and then sometimes she didn't do they work.
2: Any dancing? Not one time.
0: I know. Sometimes they work. Like Tim Allen had a nice little Uh-oh. film <laughs> film run, but then sometimes they're. Like Welcome to Mooseport with Ray Romano. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love those kind of, uh, that genre of, well, let's try it. Let's just see.
2: The, the worst part about Welcome to Mooseport is that it's Gene Hackman's last film. So that's that's what he goes out on. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> I'm teamwork. completely done. Uh, we have
1: Fools Rush In. Remember that one? Uh, no. With, with Matthew which... Perry, Selma Hayek. Okay. Yeah. Um, Vegas Vacation. Mm hmm. The best vacation. The best of all of them. Mm-hmm. Then we had the re-release of Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Um, Booty Call. Top 10. Tommy time. Davidson and Jamie Fox, right? Mm-hmm. What and God. Vivica A. Fox. Double obviously. fox. Double
0: fox. Double the fox. fox. Tommy Davidson didn't pan out. He's no, no DAG. That's why work. we're Team DAG.
1: Didn't work out. Donnie Brasco in February. Wow, that was early for that. Then, speaking of Tim Allen, we had Jungle 2 Jungle.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good one.
1: Well, makes no sense why there's a number two in that title because it's not the second one
2: because <laughs> there, there were two jungles jungle, there were two jungles
1: yeah. yeah it's yeah. Manhattan oh and the Amazon right. okay uh, I wouldn't have known that if it had been the, the word two right so is
0: it Martin Short in that
1: yeah he
2: is he is <laughs> he plays the kid <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's Clifford
1: <laughs> sorry man not Clifford. yeah
2: Clifford I have no I haven't seen that movie in 20 years I haven't thought of that movie in 20 years <laughs>
1: Uh, we have private parts, the Howard Stern movie. Movie that's a pretty good movie. Great, uh, uh, what's his name? John Adams slash Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti mm-hmm. performance. Allison was. Janney, American Smells Treasure, great. and American <laughs> Treasure Jenny Jameson, Also, <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> gross. Gross. <laughs> and then uh, we had the Return of the Jedi re-release. We have Liar Liar, which I mentioned, and uh, Selena. With the Jennifer Lopez uh, yeah, star making that, that was a star making movie. That one holds up pretty well.
2: Anything for Salina.
1: Um, <laughs> Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Oh, oh no. I forgot about that. Is mm, that, was so that was a sequel else. to Power Rangers? I don't even think I saw that back then when I was into that stuff. Wow. Um, then we get into the good stuff Chasing Amy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, the Saint. I love I the Saint. Love the Saint. Saint I, I ride for the Team Saint. Saint all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Inventing the Abbots. <laughs> we have Anaconda. Uh, Man, big year for Jennifer Lopez. Anaconda
2: broke my heart as a kid. That was that was the realization that not all blockbuster movies are good. Like I, I tricked my grandfather into taking me to see that, and I was just like, this is awful. I'm really sad about that one. Owen Wilson, a, though.
0: Yeah, Pete. I've got a good Anaconda story, but I cannot tell it on the air, but I'll tell you guys. <laughs> sure. And it's not what you guys think. What right. you're thinking at home, it's not that.
1: Gross point blank. Uh, Last eight time eight heads in a duffel bag. Oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. McHale's Navy. Oh, oh gosh, the best Tom Arnold film though. <laughs> and uh, Murder at 1600 and Volcano. Those all came out within like three weeks. What a weird year. That's right? an awful blockbuster. But like, look at the Oscar season. Yeah. though. It's so weird. And then in May we had Austin Powers, the first one. Mm-hmm. I think that movie. was twenty years ago. Uh, the Fifth Element, like I said, uh, the Lost World. Gone fishing. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I remember that big Joe Pesci year. It was the last Joe Pesci year, I <laughs> yeah. think, right? Or or Weapon 4 yeah. before, shortly thereafter. Though, yeah. that's it, two years that was, later. Yeah, ninety-nine. Yeah, think.
1: yeah. Uh, we have Con Air. We okay. have I like Con Air. Buddy. Which one is what's Buddy? Buddy. Buddy. I bet it's about a monkey. Probably is. No, that's is a Ed. Monkey time. <laughs> <laughs> Was
0: Dunstan's ch- the Dunson? But, buddy check-
1: is a monkey movie.
0: Yeah, you know it. You're not gonna call me buddy
1: and not have a monkey. <laughs> it's a gorilla. Sorry, sorry. Uh, if it's not a chimp. It's a gorilla. Was it like a Mighty yeah. Joe Young? Competitor? We're to get some angry emails from the <laughs> yes. chimp community. I did not know they're that. all monkeys, man. <laughs> wow, that's racist. No, uh, I mean <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same.
2: No, yeah, tell that to the lemurs. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Speed Two Cruise Control. Uh, that's a, not a good movie. That is a bad movie that then was sequeled into a worse movie somehow. There's speed, a third sucks. speed? Just shout out. Speed sucks. Yeah, it does. Oh, you're talking about the movie? Yeah, the original Speed is, is a not a good movie. People need to let it go. Batman and Robin. The best Batman. Uh, my, <laughs> my best friend's wedding. I loved my best friend's wedding.
1: We have uh, the Disney Hercules movie. Teenage Brian
2: was ride or die for
1: Julia Roberts. I can't stand her. I anything. can't either anymore. Ever. But
2: and I viscerally dislike
1: oh, Julie man. Roberts and everything. Mm. Um, face Off. <laughs> there uh, we go. Speaking huh? of stuff Brian likes. Now we're talking. The <laughs> and then July comes around. Men in Black. Heck yeah. Contact. Mm. Um, George of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. With Brendan Fraser. George of the Jungle is better than Contact. <laughs> Hot Sports opinion. Wow. <laughs> Wow, it's messed up. It's very messed <laughs> up. Um, Air Force
1: One, mm-hmm. Good Burger. Yeah, now we're talking. Good Burger is better than Air Force One. <laughs> it, it is in some areas. Um, Spawn? I'm sorry, answer oh, me this. man.
0: Does Air Force One have a Sinbad cameo? Yeah, in the tr- but it's Cause. in
1: the deleted scenes. So,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> he, he's... Uh, no, um, look at that background
2: in that movie. That's yeah, the that's worst so special bad. effects ever. Gosh. Um, this guy just got a framed picture of his family. Oh, oh there's his a dog. dead dog. Richard's going to cry now. I
1: am Spawn again. Um Spawn, gosh. My favorite movie, Airbud, <laughs> came out the <laughs> same week as Spawn. I hope you die. A little counter programming for each. <laughs> uh, we have Free Willy 3: The Rescue. Mm, there were 3 of those within Free like Willy. 3 years, too. We have Conspiracy Theory. Uh, that's and, a good one.
2: I like that. I had that on VHS.
1: Uh, the Full Monty, we have Event Horizon, Solid. Sam Neill, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, Unde- underrated. Mm-hmm. We have Steel starring Shaq, the best Shaq movie. I read the novelization of that as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was kidding. like seven pages?
0: No, it was like 250 pages. I think I was at my dad's and I found it and oh, I was like, I'm reading man. this and I sat
2: in his room for like two days and Some read Some of it. James Patterson's best work. <laughs>
0: There is a novelization of Steel, though they used to make a
1: novelization of every big movie. So funny. Uh, we have GI Jane. Um, we have Money Talks. Mm. I forgot that Chris Ridley Tucker? Scott directed GI Jane. That's yeah. kind of random. Weird. Uh Money Talks directed by Brett Ratner, starring and Chris Tucker dance. and Charlie
2: Sheen. The Rat and it Don't Walk.
1: We have Guillermo del Toro's Mimic mm. with Mira Sorvino. Not
2: mm. good. Remember when she was a sort of a movie star for about three
1: years? That was weird. We have Romy and Michelle, bro. Leave it to Beaver, the movie.
0: Did not need to happen. Oh, I forgot about that. That was weird. That's when we used to make like weird, creepy, like sardonic versions of old, like the Brady Bunch movies,
1: Uh-huh. like Beverly Hillbillies.
0: Yeah, that was a. McHale's We're still Navy, doing guess, it. Too. We
1: just saw Baywatch. Yeah, we That's could, fair. Fair point. Uh, we have. Let's see. Let's go to September. L.A. Confidential great in September.
2: Movie. Great movie. We might yeah. talk about that one later. The
1: Game. David Fincher's The Game. My favorite David Fincher movie. Uh, Wishmaster. Remember that one? <laughs> nope. Um, Soul Food with Vanessa Williams.
0: Oh yeah, Soul Food was done.
1: Yeah. Vanessa the, Williams. Uh, that. The yeah. Peacemaker. Still getting it. George Clooney and Nicole Kidman
2: in The Peacemaker. Yeah, remember mm. that? Weird timing in Clooney's career. We yeah. go to
1: Transition October. To movie
2: star, not going so great.
1: <laughs> October we have one fine day though and it's all good. Um, seven years in Tibet. Mm. Rocket Man, starring Harlan Williams. Rocket Man. You have to give Rocket Man this. It's the best
0: Harlan Williams starring vehicle.
2: Yeah, well. so far. So far. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Half Baked. Oh, it's a lead actor. it's <laughs> a lead. The Harlan Williams essence is coming.
0: That was a dark time in Disney where they're like, yeah, well, like, that's a Disney like tentpole yeah. movie. Yeah, Rocket it's Man a- with Harlan Williams. Walt yeah.
1: Disney Pictures presents. <laughs>
0: Uh, we have from the studio that you. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Um.
1: <laughs> hey, um, I overslept in my cell. Rocket Man. <laughs> uh, then we have Boogie Nights on October 10th. Our Boogie Nights opened the same day as Seven Years in Tibet and Rocket Man. What a what wee- funny
2: what a trifecta! What a, <laughs> I saw all funny. three
1: the same day. 11 <laughs> year old Richard. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. The Scarred Band. And differently. <laughs> the Devil's Advocate. <laughs> or Rocket Man
2: the War. The same week on the 17th. Um, then we had Gattaca. Mm. Thank uh, God. Every now and then we get somebody who asks us to do a throwback to the Gattaca.
0: Yeah, we're not ever going to. Just it's tw- probably not going to happen.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: then we go to November. Starship Troopers and Bean the Movie. Mm. Mm. Open the same week. Mm. So, so, those are two classic films that need the Blu-ray treatment. They do. We have uh, in November we had a re-release of The Little Mermaid that didn't come out like four years before that. <laughs> Why didn't we re-release
0: that one? That's when they were really Disney had nothing, yeah. so they would just they were really yeah. into the vault. Yeah. They're not as into the vault anymore now that they make new content. Right. That's good. Yeah. But back then they would just re-release stuff all the time
1: and make it exclusive so yeah. that they could make money. Um, after that, or that same week, we had. The Jackal with Bruce Willis and Richard Gere. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Jack Black was in that movie. Just then FYI. we have The Man Who Knew Too Little. Mm, the Dark Period. Bill Murray.
0: Oh, yeah. Gosh.
1: Uh, 20th Century Fox released Anastasia, <laughs> which we've gotten weird amount of <laughs> like requests for Anastasia, which Dude, never happened. I dated a girl.
0: Brian will immediately know who. Yep. Whose favorite movie of all time was that.
2: Yep. Shout out to Peri.
1: <laughs> First off, wasn't her. <laughs> Secondly, not her name. Oh, but it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Bad movie.
2: The Rainmaker. Great mm. movie. Solid Matt Damon movie yeah. from the time. Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, his last, maybe his last movie. I don't know. Gosh. <laughs> then we had, uh, oh, two
1: awesome sequels. Oh, three good movies. Three in a row. We had Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm, mm. That's the best of them. <laughs> of all. Alien Resurrection mm. oh, again. Gosh. I stand by what I said. And Flubber.
2: Oh my All god! All three in a row. What a what a time! Oh what my god! I did not
1: know this. Flubber and Goodwill Hunting came out back to back those gosh. weeks. Robin Williams kill on the game that weekend. <laughs> you know, Flubber was number one that week, despite it being horrible. It was like well, Robin Williams, guys. Disney. Um. Then in December, Scream Two. Mm. Scream Two came out in December. Yeah, what were they doing there? What is it
0: well, they're happening? trying to get they're trying to get Oscar right.
1: right. Yeah, Scream Two, um, Amistad, Home Alone Three, which came out in the theaters apparently. Yeah, it did ScarJo's in that man? ScarJo's like the Buzz
0: character in that, like the older the <laughs> yeah. kind of very sexually confused into a young Richard
1: <laughs> in terms of the new
0: Buzz. I didn't really know how to handle that. Buzz, your girlfriend?
1: Woof. <laughs> yeah, another. Tim Allen affair in For Richer or Poor with Kirstie Alley. Oh, no. Oh, I
0: forgot that he was in that. That was not
1: not the. That's where
0: they're plus. on the run. And so like Amish they, or so so they something. They're going to become yeah. Amish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great premise. Mm-hmm. How did that not work? I love insulting
2: the
1: Amish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a big thing in the 90s.
1: <laughs> Amish Paradise came out. You gotta <laughs> That's That's got true. to capitalize. It's true. Got to. December, we <laughs> had Titanic and yeah. Mouse Hunt.
0: Oh, the best Oliver Platt film.
1: (laughs) Mouse Hunt with uh, Nathan Lane. And then we had uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Mm -hmm. As Good As It Gets, Jackie Brown.
0: Love Jackie Brown. Um, great too. One of my
1: favorite movies ever, The Postman. <laughs> <It> <laughs> right out, out on him. Christmas.
0: I love that he was like, did that come out before or After Waterworld, which was first? Waterworld was first. So then it's the like, man,
2: post-apocalyptic didn't it's really work like for me. Five years of his life on that didn't At really prime, work.
0: Yeah, didn't really work for me. I'm just gonna double down yeah, into do it. post-apocalyptic. Both of those movies are
2: are better than you major think. guilty pleasures for me. Yeah, like, they're better than in maybe. the TNT days when I didn't have. Access to one million movies on Netflix and DVD and stuff. If that, ha- if either of those happen to be on TNT, I'm like, I'm in. I'm gonna watch a little bit of this <laughs> just before Bones came on. Yeah, exactly. And Postman's like seven hours long too, so you could, you know, you could catch it at any point, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the last movie of '97, appropriately, Mr. Magoo. Mm. That's the Leslie Nielsen. The best choice. Leslie Nielsen movie. Yep. Rest in peace. So what a weird year. And I think Goodwill Hunting and Boogie Knights probably have Titanic. come out have come out as as um you know the most ones to remember other than Men in Black and uh Yeah have had the most lasting impact. We've got a couple
2: of those movies that may come out later in the year for throwbacks. Yeah, it's not an awful year. Twenty years. Just yeah. a lot of really bad stuff. So but the weird. stuff that's good is pretty yeah. good. It's a weird year though. Right. right. Titanic right. made
1: uh The Lost oh. World made six hundred million. Titanic made one point eight billion. That's crazy. That year. It was over a billion dollars more than any other movie. Great year for movie songs, too. Yeah. You
0: yeah. had Men in Black and the Titanic theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's better than that The theme
1: one, song too? from Starship Troopers is fantastic, too. It is also Will Smith, which was weird. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. I like the booty call soundtrack, if you're asking me. <laughs> okay. Um, so, any other thoughts on Starship Troopers? Does doesn't no, hold up tell, very well at can all? Can you tell we kind of ran out because we just listed every movie that yeah. came out in nineteen? We literally ate pizza in the middle of this episode. Just a little <laughs> inside baseball. That's... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of done. <laughs> I, I, I think they can remake this. I think yes, there's something and they to to as far as the satire element of yeah. it in the commentary. I think that if the right person gets yeah. a hold of it, it, could be something. Make it dark. Make it very satirical. It, maybe that's why it's too light. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, that's what's wrong. Yeah, it's
2: too. It's, camp, it's too bright. I, gosh, yeah. The camp and the and the cheesiness. It's just I don't know. So I what's know. our grade, boys? I'm gonna go C plus. Bright guy. You know, if you like, like I understand how this can be one of those. Like, I, I think a lot of people guilty think of this movie. as a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. or as a "it's so bad it's good" kind of kind of film. If you're into that, I'm sure that this should qualify because it's so. Well, there's not so any good heavy movies heavy out stuff. there, so you have to watch stuff that's bad. <laughs> right? Yeah. But but yes, exactly. That's not me, and I love the source material so much. This is a. This is like a this is a D for me. This is like now you see me level of movie to me. How dare you, smirch, Starship <laughs> Troopers. Uh, I'm gonna go.
0: I'll go D minus. It's pretty bad. As we're rewatching it here,
2: uh, it's it's unbelievable. Wasn't it like a TV movie.
0: Yeah, it, like a it, USA TV.
2: I kind of feel like this is the worst cast that's ever been in a, a wide release theatrical movie. This is just. They paid money for Casper Van Dien and and Doogie at this point in his career. Yeah, like pre- no one was paying money for 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 Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, they, I think uh, James Cameron
1: was going to direct this.
2: Yeah, one, like, yeah, I'd heard he was in line at some point, and there was someone else that I thought was interesting, but now I, I don't remember. I'm done. Okay.
0: <laughs> Yay, Starship Troopers! Check yeah. it out. Check it's it Cineplex out. near
1: you. Uh, okay, or don't. Uh, Where can we find you online, Brian?
2: You can find me on Twitter at BGL 12 You can find my writing at MadAboutMoviesPodcast.com and the MadAboutMoviesPodcast Newsletter. Richard, where can I find you? You can find me on all social media at Richard
0: Barden. You can find uh, me at the MadAboutMoviesPodcast Newsletter. Kent, where can I find you?
1: Online, on Twitter, at Kent Garrison, Instagram, Snap, all that stuff. The same spot. And subscribe on iTunes. Stay involved with the show at MadAboutMovies on Twitter. And uh, until next time, we'll see you at the cinema. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, baby,
0: I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Ha, 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 ha But I don't know what to
1: do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again scrambled eggs all over my face
0: They're making me ya-ya Just salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again